0: x Radio TV. For more information on the x Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.XZoneRadioTV.com or www.XZoneTVChannel.com or Simultv.com and XZBN.net. Until next, we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember, X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. We're coming to you on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Our topic uh, tonight is being a bridge of love, and we're so excited to have Mary Beth Davis on the show with us tonight. And uh, Angela, would you introduce our guest tonight for us?
3: You bet, Dan. Okay, our guest is Mary Beth Davies, who's enjoyed a 40-year career in the nursing field, serving in various capacities as a registered nurse, or RN, including developing curriculum, teaching, instructing, and medical assisting, and at holistic healing and wellness seminars, and even has developed educational materials and classes for patient and staff. She's also served as a health and wellness specialist and consultant, to the healthcare professionals students universities business industry and individuals and has served in various health care venues including as a hospital wellness coordinator and has also been a coordinator of hypertension chronic disease program for the public health department she is owner of holistic health resources LLC, doing work as an independent wellness consultant and has enjoyed presenting programs on humor and health, the importance of emotional release, stress, and nutrition. She's a fellow of the Kaiser Institute Program for Integrative Medicine and is a licensed heart math provider. She continues to oversee the Physician Study Group for Integrative Medicine. In 2008, Mary Beth joined Dr. Ann Butch, is that right, Butch, in her practice (laughs) Okay. Uh, and, that's the, uh, and that's the name of the practice is Evansville Integrative Medicine, LLC, where they have integrated various mind-body modalities such as heart math, emotional freedom technique, acupuncture, qigong, reiki, healing touch, and even music, movement, and fun, Mary Beth style. She's also known for her ability to organize, network, connect, and support professionals in the holistic integrative medicine, health, and wellness industry. Mary Beth developed Deaconess Hospital Holistic Resources where she worked as the holistic specialist from 1996 to June 2005. She has worked extensively educating the community and healthcare providers in the holistic healing and methodology and combining and integrating it with conventional medicine. She's been active in EVSC, School Community Council, and provides holistic health, wellness, and spirituality-related presentations for a variety of community organizations, such as University of Southern Indiana, Tri-State Parish Nurses Organization, and Sisters of St. Benedict in Ferdinand, Indiana. Mary Beth currently resides in Indiana. I think uh, tonight you'll even be able to feel the joyous component to Mary Beth's really fun and fabulous personality, Welcome, Mary Beth.
2: Welcome.
4: Well, thank you.
3: You're That's welcome. Already a lot of fun. Yeah,
2: I got a question for you, Mary. Is there anything you yes. haven't done? <laughs> I mean,
4: I this oh, is many, like, many, many things. <laughs> you,
2: you know, it, this is just so amazing. The reason that I love this show tonight and we love having you on is because you have what I call experiential knowledge. It's not just book knowledge. You've had mystical experiences. You've You've got so much to share with us tonight, and we're just so excited because, you know, we need the understanding that a person of experience has, and you have that experience, you've lived this life of spirituality, you've explored out in multiple ways, multiple directions, and we just can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I guess my first question is, is, is the title um, being a bridge of love, I'm just wondering where that came from, how it came about and just the history about it. And I guess, you know, since there's so much here, you just might want to start off, you know, when you were young and, and what happened and all that stuff.
4: Okay. Let me tell you the story of the bridge first. Okay. Um, I was introduced to a group of physicians at a course in miracles camping retreat in. Hmm. um, uh, near Bedford, Indiana, in the late uh, 80s and 90s, I was able to go to their practice and see patients for them. And what they had me do is is maybe do diabetic training, but also, listen, what else did they need? Did they need uh, an ear about prayer? Did they need an in with some help with their spirituality? And so how awesome is that that physicians were open to that and it was just a delight to do it and so I developed a relationship with them and we became our families became dear friends and my kids would actually when they were off school go with me to their house in Indianapolis which is about three to four hours from here and I would have you know messages from the Holy Spirit there often but one was very, very, um, uh, well, I couldn't forget this one. In June of 1991, I was asleep. My kids were not with me this time. The sun was out bright. I was awakened, sat straight up in bed with a voice that says, and I'm playful and childlike, so mm-hmm. that's how Spirit kind of uh, contacts me. And the voice said, Bridget, Bridget, your name is Bridget. And then this poem came. And it said, be a bridge, a bridge of healing, a bridge of love, but keep your bridge in good repair so all feel safe in crossing there.
3: That's nice.
2: That's amazing. I love it.
3: Oh, yes.
2: So did it expand out?
4: Absolutely. Expanded out to where I understood, I always was interested in the heart with, in knowing that that was where our true essence lies. And so to me, the heart is the bridge. And the bridge is kind of cool in that a person crosses your bridge, but you don't have any attachment to it when they leave. They have the freedom to get on your bridge, to share that love, to cross the bridge and get off and go on their journey.
3: So I've got a question for you, Mary Beth which is that your do you think that's your spiritual name or did are you also known as Bridget where did that you think that well it's interesting we'll get into that
4: later but I am writing a book now called my name is Bridget okay because I realized that I had been bridging my entire life Mm -hmm. uh, in in various ways and I'll tell you a little bit about my early spirituality which will lead into how I did that bridging Mm -hmm. so I was raised a Creole Catholic, and I lived in an, in an extended family neighborhood, the oldest on both sides of the family. It was actually double cousins that we all lived together. I was very, very sheltered. I knew nothing about anything except going to church mm-hmm. and um, went to a Catholic school. And during that time, I somehow or another latched on to all the fear It wasn't my family, and I don't know. I was just always a sensitive kid anyway, and so at some point, I picked up that I had committed a mortal sin, and um, so, and then I found out when I made my first confession that if you go to communion while you're in mortal sin, those are all another mortal sin. Well, it just, it just kept compiling, and I, I suffered what Dr. David Hawkins talks about in his book, Power versus Force, as scrupulosity. He suffered that himself. Oh, wow. And it's just an over, over, um, over sensitivity to all of those things. I mean, most of the kids in my class just threw that stuff off, you know. But there were many others, I really believe, like me. And I I actually had panic attacks, although we didn't know that back then, and I would just wake up at night in a sweat and couldn't breathe and my dad would rub my feet till I went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I'm the oldest of eight kids. They didn't understand anything about, you know, psychology or anything, but they had love. Mm-hmm. And they took care of it with that. But when I was 12 years old, right at age 12, I I had an epiphany. And I don't know where it came from. I have absolutely no idea but I had heard that God was love and so one day in my heart this message just came if God is love he wouldn't put a kid through what I've been through all these years so I threw away I I I don't know how I would voice it at age 12 I threw away doctrine and dogma and said God is love I will live by love I will teach love the rest of my life and that is Oh wow! And so I took on teaching all of these classes, um, anyone they would give me to teach the preschool kids, and on and on. And even after I moved to Europe and taught high school kids in CCD classes, that's what I did. I taught, I I taught love, and that has been the pattern for my life and everything else that I've I've done.
2: That's amazing cool. that that, that changed cool. your whole life. That epiphany that hearing, would you call that like a still small voice?
4: I had, I suppose, and you know, ha- having been so young and, and not knowing how to interpret spiritual language at that time. Yeah. But it, the message was clear. It was clear in my heart and that's where it was important. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. so after that, then I, like I started studying everything, you know, and over the years, and this is over many years, of course, studied unity, Kabbalah, human touch, self-realization technique, had experiences with Paramahansa Yogananda, self-identity, oh. no! dances of universal peace. So that brought in Sufism. we got a board of directors.
3: We've got to take a break, guys.
2: All right. So. We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be back with Mary Beth Davis coming up right after the commercial break.
3: You can learn more about our guest uh, by going to her website, which is www.holistichealthresourcesllc.com. You're listening to the Heart to, to Heart, TWO Heart Radio Show on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You can learn more about our show by visiting heart2heartradioshow.com or check out our personal website, prodigaljourneys.com. Again, we'll be right back after the commercial break.
5: Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com.
2: All right. We're back. Tonight our guest is Mary Beth Davis and our topic tonight is on being a bridge of love. Mary Beth I think, you know, maybe we'll just carry on here. You know, I, I had a question for you. You know, a lot of people, sure. you know, have said, you know, I believe in Jesus, you know, has, has God abandoned us? And I think your experience can help us to recognize maybe a greater understanding of Jesus or Christ and, and how we can access that today. A lot of people feel God's out there and they don't feel that connection. So. Would you be able to explain to us how you feel like you've accessed that spiritual dimension within you, the Christ, the temple within, and that sort of thing, so that we can maybe find our divine true essence?
4: Well, in Corinthians, it says that, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and the Holy Spirit indwells you? We each have a divine spirit spark and in-dwelling Christ, Christ consciousness that lives within each one of us. It's it's many places in the Bible you can find those quotes. And so that is really what has kept me on track, is looking for that indwelling Christ within each person that I meet, and then later realizing Myself as well. And I'm sure we've all been on this path. We forgot ourselves. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. that indwelling crisis in me too. And so we, we are very, we can see it much more easily in other people sometimes until we have that epiphany. So, So we are each a unique divine design. We're each a unique divine design. We're each needed to bring about the kingdom is what we've heard in in the bible but to bring our world to completion so we need every we need every person because you we need every piece of the puzzle every note of the symphony every thread of the tapestry cell of the body facet of the diamond and you are needed for the completion of our world mission Mm -hmm. that is how important each of us Uh, it is we are each that important and so if if one of us doesn't do it it doesn't get done and so just having the love in our hearts to be the bridge to connect with people so that they actually even being in their presence and just having that knowing maybe the person isn't ready to be told but if we if we hold that for each person we see. And and many people ask me so so even though I had a little rocky start with the Catholic Church, okay, which I'm a great Catholic because Catholic means universal. It's just the doctrine and dogma Roman part that I that I had trouble with. But over the years, even though I've studied all these things, I have remained um, with the church and what it is for me is when I, for some reason, that's a mission that I signed on for this. We all have a unique mission, as we, we spoke about. So when I go to church, it's like this beautiful um, just love fest. So I recognize and honor that God presents that that indwelling Christ in each person in that church. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes a little overwhelming, and I do sing and I do canter, so I have, I have opportunity to be up front and overlooking the people, and I have had times when I, I come to tears because of the beautiful essence, knowing, you know, knowing that love and the 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 beauty that lies before me, and I I, I have a song that actually came to me about that. You know, be who you are, oh, beautiful ones. Well, this one is, be who you are, oh, beautiful ones, beautiful ones before me. Allow your heart to shower all that you touch, all that you touch. And our world is infinitely blessed. And our world is infinitely blessed. Infinitely blessed.
3: Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you, Nerebeth i got a question for you, Mary Beth. You know, I, I just feel like I've been in so many churches and I just have never really got the message pretty much everywhere I've ever been. I would say almost without exception, very few exceptions that says that I'm I'm a beautiful ray of a diamond, which is God. And I'm I'm very infinitely important as all the other facets of the diamond are. What have you I mean, I, I don't understand this. What What would you say about that? You know,
4: oh, I have been in situations, say, going to a monastery um, where uh, things are a little lighter, like uh, the sisters that I work with at the uh, Convent of the Immaculate Conception in uh, Ferdinand, Indiana. And I know that Dan has had experience out at Snowmass. Mm-hmm. with thomas mm-hmm. Thomas Keating's group yes. and oftentimes the people in the monastic world aren't quite as tied to the doctrine and dogma and there's a more there's a deeper spirituality and I have experienced that um, I have experienced that, but in your normal everyday go to church every Sunday you're right it, it's it's challenging to find and I think that's been part of my mission
3: Good
4: is
2: you know that that takes a big there. person. That takes a big person, Mary Beth. And it, and it also takes a transformation because, you know, a lot of people leave the church. And I, I've just heard so many stories, they become atheists. I know I had to leave for about 17 years and I couldn't even go into a building. You know, I was a Jehovah's Witness for 40 years. But I think it's beautiful not only have you left, or, or maybe you didn't leave fully, but that you've returned. And that you can also see the love in all of those people in the church. I mean, that's incredible.
3: Yeah, and about that, Mary Beth, like, you know, that seems kind of like almost like not real when you say something like that. I'm sure you realize that when you say that, it doesn't sound real. So, do you see an aura, or, or it, can you explain what you see exactly?
4: More than seeing, I feel it, I'm kinesthetic. Mm. And I'll feel, and and like for that priest up there, I like, I begin to feel compassion for where they're coming from. I mean, they signed on for their missions as well. And so I have to honor that. And so when those things come up that trigger me, then I just say, thank you for allowing me this opportunity to forgive and allow that to pass and transmute and transform and go back to the light. Mm.
2: That's beautiful. And that you, you said to me earlier, you said that you have said yes to everything. What does that mean?
4: Well, so three years ago, my husband passed away at Christmas. And so, and my kids live on on the East Coast, so I travel there a lot. But people said, oh, what are you going to do? Where are you going to live? You're going to live with the kids. But Spirit gave me a clear message that said, this house is your retreat center now say yes to everything Mm. and i have had tibetan monks stay with me twice i've had young authors
3: which i will suggest some people to are you still there marybeth are you there dan
2: yep i'm here
3: oh dear we lost our guest Wonder what happened?
2: Ro- so anyway, very interesting discussion. When she comes yes. back, she's going to talk to us how she is no longer a seeker and uh, and uh, and she's going to finish up on about saying yes to everything.
3: That's so cool. I just love it. Boy, that's going to make your life very full, don't you think, Dan? Oh, yeah. Um,
2: Oh, yeah. And she's going to talk about Anita Morjani. She's going to talk about uh, this luminous uh, life and uh, very interesting books that she's read and how she blesses everything. She judges nothing. So it's going to be a real interesting uh, topic when we get back.
3: Yeah, sounds really good. All right. Well, this is an interesting little situation. Do you think that we're going to need to be doing this segment again?
2: I don't know. I think uh, I'm not sure what's happened. If her battery went out, or but uh, she's also going to talk more about uh, how we become the magic, how we become the love, the joy, and uh, how we find our purpose, and that sort of thing.
4: Yeah.
3: Cool. All right, there. There you are. I'm not sure where I cut out. I... That's okay. We're Dan. What were you just kind of mentioning there about uh, the magic? Wait, no, we were
2: talking about uh, she said yes to everything.
3: Ah. Yes, yes, that's right. How wonderful.
2: And that was that and was that,
3: you know having
4: having these people become part of my life. I mean and um the opportunities to to share that bridge of love with all these people in my home and they tell me they feel something here (laughs) when they come into my home they they feel the blessing and I do have a lot of sacred geometry and I have a lot of really neat stuff in my house Uh, you know singing bowls and crystals and stones and um hold that
2: thought Mary Beth uh, Angela hold that thought Um, we're gonna have to take a commercial break but we'll be we'll be right back with Mary Beth Davis and our topic tonight is on being a bridge of love.
3: All right. You can contact our guest by going to her website, www.holistichealthresourcesllc.com. Um, you've been listening to the Heart to Heart Radio with Dan and Ann on the Zone Radio Broadcasting Network, www.xzbn.net. Our website is hearttoheartradioshow.com. We'll be right back after the commercial break and again you're listening to the x-zone broadcast network
2: All right. We're back. We've been talking with our guest Mary Beth Davis, and we're so glad you joined us tonight, Mary. And uh, we've been talking about being a bridge of love and uh, Mary, we just want to continue on where we left off. You had mentioned that you had said yes to the Holy spirit. You said yes to everything and you've just had an amazing, uh, spiritual journey. And, uh, you said uh, that you're no longer a seeker also. What what does that mean, you're no longer a seeker?
4: So, I studied many, many paths, and there's an old saying that says, all roads lead to Rome. And what I have found is that all of these paths converge, and they all say the same thing, and that is that we need each to be bridges of love to each other. And so, that is why I, I no longer really need to seek. Um, I don't have to be a seeker anymore. I just have to do I have to do nothing and be who I am. My 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 unique fine design like we spoke of earlier, that we each have that unique piece that is needed and allow everything else to to download and uh, one of my one of my uh, favorite books is a book by Anita Morjani called "Dying to Be Me." Oh yeah, love that book. And one of the amazing things that I that I take from that book is the it's just allowing, allowing life to happen, allowing um, our pure essence um, to shine through who you really are. your are ne- your unique divine design um, and, and, and holding that true holiness inside and just seeing that love um, at all times. And we forget, of course. And we have to remind ourselves, oh, yes, we have to go back to that, which is why we have our quiet time every day, which is why we have each other to remind, our, um, remind us that's, why sometimes reading that book and getting that message from, like, Anita or or, or David Hawkins or whoever it may be that you're um, – and that – actually, a song downloaded to me um, regarding that, too. And and so I'm not going to to sing it to you, but it says, You have your own divine design. You hold true happy, holiness inside. Pure light and love is the truth of what you are. You are unique in every way. Your true work will be as play. Blessed child of God, I delight in who you are. And so as we do allow, then life becomes easier. You know, we have all these plans and these schedules, and, and we do need that to an extent. But sometimes we just have to let presence guide us, see what attracts our eye, and um, and the Holy Spirit gives us those clues all the time if we're just open to them. If we take that deep breath and listen with heart and mind all together.
2: Yeah. Combined. What was it? Yeah. What was that other book you mentioned, Luminous Life, that you said oh, you know captures yeah. our eye? You know.
4: Yes, uh, Dr. Jacob Israel Lieberman. He is an optometrist. He's had he has many books out. And he has helped people over the years with exercises for their vision. But it's his thing is much more spiritual. It's about what is vision, true vision, and what's in the eye church, and how does it really work. And so he talks about notice what catches your eye, what catches your attention, that little glint that you get. And we've all experienced that before. And it's that presence that guides us, because we think we have free will, but we really don't. Our life is guided, and then we have choices in how we react to those things. And do we, do we are we reactive? Do we act in, do we uh, respond with forgiveness? Do we respond with love? Do we respond with or awe and wonder, and say, "Wow, what is this day about?" And looking for that that peace. He has actually a YouTube um, from Maui TEDx, um, and uh, it's like eight years old, but it will give you a sense of who he is. And living life in that manner is more joyful. It's more fun, and as I
2: play with that and practice it
4: is like everything gets done you know what's weird I have
2: never I've never heard that before to say to look at life that way where you know pay attention to what your eyes are being drawn to because you know what a lot of people have yearned and cried because they said I can't find my purpose what's my purpose and I, from what you're saying, it sounds like you can almost let go and
4: trust yes. it will be revealed to you if you allow your heart to soften and don't work so hard. What it is is like what they teach in heart math, and that's another whole topic, but is if we can breathe through our heart and we can get our mind, so the idea is the mind the heart is the master and the mind servant, mm. okay, gotcha. And in that in that space, then we can we can have true vision and not just seeing.
3: You know that a whole thing that um, Anita Morjani went through, where she just was so obsessed with worrying about what everybody thought, because she wasn't right. fitting fitting in with her what was expected of her in her Hindu uh, family, and her she'd been raised outside of that, so she just didn't fit in, and just so obsessively worried. And I know that. You know, worrying about what other people think is about what killed her, do you know, in the bottom, the, right. the end of it. So, you know, that's that's a whole other thing of letting go of what other people think of us. And, you know, I it's sad that it had to take her dying to to ha- have that finally come to her. I'm sure that was re- given to her by the, by the spirit, by the presence. But, what gee. What is it?
4: Go ahead.
2: What does it mean to judge nothing and bless everything?
4: <laughs> that's very interesting. So a number of years ago, um, I was working on my New Year's resolution. This is like at least 10 years ago now. And what came up to me is, say, oh, this is a good one. Judge nothing, bless everything. Seems pretty clear, you know. So it's like pretty much into the year, I'm going, hmm, that's an interesting one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. So the next year came, and I thought, "Hmm, I'm doing that again." And so, after a few years, I realized that it was a perpetual—it uh, was a perpetual uh, New Year's resolution. But one of the tools that I use, I work with, is access consciousness, and, and their background says consciousness includes everything and judges nothing, whether it's a person who is a terrorist or a person who is a saint. Um, so everything, consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. And that's, again, allowing, like Anita was so so beautifully expressed throughout that entire book, allowing ourselves to experience that. And when these things come up, instead of, well, we we do react. I mean, it's what we do. We react and we go, oh, how's this? And but if we take the tools of allowance, or we take the things that Jacob says, or we take the tools from Ho'oponopono, oh, oh, pono, sorry, forgive me, thank you, I love you, and look at it as an opportunity. It's been put in front of us so that we can allow it to be transformed. We can forgive it and allow it to be transformed and sent
3: back to the light. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. that's
2: beautiful you remember we heard that same thing Angela and, and I'm sure Mary Beth has too that it was a story in Hansa where one of the guy was accused one of the you know high ups in there the gurus was accused of getting a girl pregnant and he oh, yeah. stayed in this neutral space he said is that so he ended up raising the girl he lost his reputation lost everything and all he said was, "Is that so?" He didn't judge it. And then at the end, mm-hmm. the girl came back and said, "He didn't do it." And he said, "Is that so?" <laughs> you know. And so I guess that's that's that neutral place. Is that the same there, uh, Mary Beth?
4: Yeah, non- it it it's sort of like that. Yeah, that place of 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 non-judgment and um, non-resistance. You know, non non-resi- You. That's the term I'm looking for. Yeah. It's that place of non-resistance. Yeah. And um, it, it's such a beautiful place to be. Do, so, we,
2: do we have other guides, do you believe, to help us? Other
4: uh, guides? I, I've had tons of people over the years. Sometimes it's a person that walks up to New York when I go to New York City. Because I will meet this beautiful homeless person on the street. I mean, gods come to us like Paramahansa Yogananda, and you know people that are very well known. But also, it's the thing that the person to you on the street. It's it's something that a, a word that just jumped out of a book Wow. From you. Yeah, it's a tree in my backyard who calls me to it to hug it. It is, it is all of these things. It's 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 again having that watching, waiting, and. And what catches your eye? What catches yes. your eye and being open to that? And when we yes. take a deep breath and we, we keep that mind Dan, we've got to go.
3: Heart. We've got to okay, take a break. Mary
2: Beth. Yep, we got to take a break, Mary Beth, Angela. So we'll be back. We have to take commercial break. But we'll be back and continue our discussion with Mary Beth Davis. And her website is www.holistichealth.com resources resourcesllc.com L- yeah.
3: All right, you're listening to the Heart to Heart radio show with Dan and Ann on the X Zone Broadcast Network www.xzbn.net For more information about Heart to Heart radio show, visit hearttorthartradio.com. We'll be right back. <laughs>
5: Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com Exactly. Are you guys psychic, too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com
2: All right. We're back. You're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. And our guest this hour is Mary Beth Davis. And her website is www.simultv.com holistichealthresourcesllc.com. And we've been talking with Mary Beth tonight about being a bridge to love. And I just wanted to follow up where we left off, Mary Beth, about what I love is that you're saying that once you move into this consciousness, that all that around us is God, the homeless people on the street, the Trees, it sounds like you just access everything that's available. People, uh, you, you know, people at your work, you know, the homeless. It, I mean,
3: is this a tree, this... you know, a tree, even you know, nature, birds, the weather a- the, absolutely, you know? a- everything,
4: and, it, and it's such a fun way to live if you get joyous way to live. You know, I'm I am just very childlike and I skip down my hallway and slide in my socks and I sing mm-hmm. and I do all kinds of silly things all the time. And I have much opportunity now because I have three little grandchildren to do that when I visit them. But when we can stay in that space of just who we are, just be it we don't have to do anything and i told dan about a song a friend of mine writes course in miracles music i meet in this the song is like i need do nothing but remember who i am need do nothing but put my trust in god everything i need is already here for me i need do nothing but remember who i am that is so good i love the
2: i
3: am at the end too oh i do too Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I got to tell you this quick story, you guys, about this one angel that came in my life. Just, just talking about that. Every, everything out there is there, and we can be so thankful. But I, this guy, I had a desperate need of some help with the finishing up of my home, and including part of a roof. It was really important to get that on there, or it's going to ruin the whole house. And some really tough stuff. And my husband had a car accident, so he, we really needed the help badly. So this crazy guy shows up and he cusses and he smokes and and he's and he's mentally ill. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just the guy really bugged me, you know, but I was so grateful. And on a rainy day, he finishes the side of the roof. Very, very dangerous. It was a big, long drop, no protection. And he just roped himself up there, just got up there on a kind of a drizzly day and did it. It was insane. And then he just dropped off the face of the earth. And I thought, all of a sudden, it hits me. Oh my gosh, that was an angel! An angel! And, and, yeah. and I'm like, and I said to God, wow. I said, I said, no, Lord, no. Why, why, why would you give me an angel that cusses and smokes and's mentally <laughs> ill? And then all of a sudden it was like, because you need to learn how to not judge. And I'm like, oh goodness gracious. Anyway, it was kind of crazy. That but. is, I, I yes, I've had lots of things happen like that to me, and it's
4: it's it's refreshing, and. Um, I don't... just it, it takes us to a whole other level in our own spirituality. It takes us deeper and higher. Because... Uh, or expand us, or whatever you want to say, and then we can drink it in even more deeply. Yeah. Because we've done that. We can drink it in even more deeply. And how fun is that? Yes. <laughs> yes. And no, you what know...
2: About- it, let me say something real quick. You know, you know what you know what I love is is that, you know, we don't have to wait. You know, I waited forty years, you know, for an end to come to make everything better, and a lot of Christianity is waiting for this outer thing to come. But you're saying, Mary Beth, and I agree, and I think Angela agrees too, that we can be that that presence. We can participate with the presence that's here and we can bring life to life and it and it feeds us and we feed it is that so
4: just by being your unique gift your unique gift and allowing yourself to do that it's just it's so simple that we we forget
3: and you know, I don't think you know. we have to make it difficult either. I mean, it could no. be that my gift—my gift is an encourager, right? So it's not like you know, I have to say, "Well, I'm a musician, and I'm going to give my gift." Well, what if you don't know what your gift is? That you think it's got to be something really big, like like a musician or or you know, an artist or something. Well, what if it's just that you're an encourager? You know? Yes. And and I, my I'm the I am the divine essence
4: of of pure joy, which means, you know really fun but everybody has something that, that will give them that kick yes. that will give them that spark and i there are a few things that i do every day or most days to kind of remind myself of that and uh, i ask myself questions questions open up the universe so i from the course of miracles there are four questions that they ask um, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And or what? And then at the end I say, I wonder just like a child. And and uh feel when you say that like your heart just like just expands and opens. oh yeah. You do feel very Love very childlike and, and to open yourself to to letting this be fun and joyful and, and you know, not making it a drudgery to do your life purpose. You know, yeah. it's like, no, this can be so much fun. No. And who am I today and what grand and glorious adventures will I have? How do I be the love, joy, magic that I am?
3: So, so Mary Beth, you know, you talk about the free will, you know, so so let's say a person is um, not feeling like they want to be joyful about, you know, I, I'm, I feel like I'm in a drudgery and I got to do my purpose and I know I do, but we have this free will. Can, can you put that together for us? You know, the free hmm. will. Well, I
4: think that we have a plan and we're sort of like puppets. We have this plan. But in Kabbalah, they talk about this the 1% and the 99%. Do we live in the 1% which is just the world the food or do we live in the 99% of forgiveness and light? Do we are we willing to be non-reactive? Um are so that when things happen to us or we get that doubt, do we just go, "Oh, yeah. or do we do we open up to that and say, yeah, but what is beyond that? I'm open to the light. I'm open to love. And then you take that eye that, you know, what Jacob talks about and, and say, what is it falling on today? Ask those questions. You know, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? And where does my eye, where do, where do I, where does my eye fall? What, where is that light flashing for me to see? Can I pick it up and and run with it. And that's really all we need to do. And again, we need nothing but remember that we are pure light, love, forgiveness, joy. That's it. On the ninety nine percent level. That is it.
2: I love it. That you know, that just takes the pain to me out of living. I, I you know for years I I was like, I got to find my purpose. I got to find, and I strove and I strove. And I thought when I made money, I I found my purpose. And you know what? I'll tell you that it seems like that is the biggest trap. There is a lot of people that won't even talk to you until they've made it. I I got a guy right now, you know, he's having a hard time and and he just won't share his life until he makes it, until he made his millions. And I love it that you're talking about participating. And being fully present with all your gifts, and you're ready to give and you're ready to receive at any moment. You're fully alive in this present moment.
3: Yes. And then exactly. you can say yes. Then you can say yes to everything because life is fun okay, instead yes of just. To- everything yes instead of that yes. like everything yeah because yes. when you're you're dreading that well you know i'm getting older and oh my gosh i'm not i'm not fulfilling my purpose and you just have this kind of a panic and then it becomes kind of a drudgery because you you know you you just feel this pressure you know mm-hmm. so we have to be non-resistant i mean the non-resistance i think is really important here you know you just you want to you won't get creative unless you kind of relax anyway you know the spirit's not going right. to flow so. I think
4: that a, a thing that helps us we relax is to ask those questions. But especially, I wonder, just like a child, like we used to wonder about things. Oh yeah. So I, I, I think that that is to me is key. I, I often when I work with my clients, I don't want to call them clients, but I pull out children's books. I pull out children's books and read to them. Hmm. We get really, really simple or blow bubbles or Cinderella. You know, <laughs> Cinderella. Just like yeah, but, but things like Little Soul in the Sun by Neil Donald Walsh and, and and simple children's books, even Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the mm-hmm. Pooh has some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stories. And, oh, yeah. And so can that all it's 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 light. Is it light? It lightens it up. Yes. It can get so heavy. it can get so heavy. In fact I use lighteny thing whenever I'm asking myself what do I do next? Is this or what do I wear today or what do I eat? Or what do I what am I pulling off what person am I talking to? Does this feel light in my heart or does it feel heavy? Mm. Does it feel light? Or does it feel heavy? And it works like you know, David Hawkins, of course, in, in Linus Pauling came up with behavioral kinesiology, and David Hawkins would say, I wish I never came up with that. There's so many pitfalls. And this is kind of a very easy way to do that.
2: Yes. And, and and, and uh, well, you know, Mary Beth, I'll tell you what, I, we have to wrap it up tonight. And I got to tell you, I know Angela is in agreement. We have enjoyed you. And oh, gonna yes. Ha- and we're going to have you on again because you have got so many mystical experiences and so much to share. I know we just barely started here, but I can't wait to have you on again. And uh, thank you for tonight and for more information about Mary Beth. You can visit her on our website at www.holistichealthresourcesllc.com.
3: All right, guys, we've got to go tonight, but you've been listening to the www.xebn.net. Thank you for joining us. Good night.
0: If you are looking for a safe zero-calorie natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for.